just gains a little bit of momentum there from the cutaway. Leads by two lengths, chased by Modern Games. And here is Bayid now, asked the big question on the outside. Bayid cutting them back. Modern Games putting up a fight. But Bayid, oh, this horse has got gears that other horses do not possess. And it's nine from nine. Bayid and a canter. All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell uh, podcast. That was Bayid, ran overnight. Um... Bloody good horse. Makes it nine from nine. It's the world's top rated horse. Absolute uh, freak. If you haven't seen that, watch its win overnight at Goodwood. Nine from nine. Bloody good. Uh, this is... We're going to be talking about Rose Hill this weekend. Uh, ideally, we're not going to be on a heavy deck. That's my prey. I'll ask the boys what they think. But it was a sunny, beautiful day in Sydney today. We haven't seen too much of it. All right, if you're new here, we talk a lot of racing. We pretty much put a podcast out every Thursday looking towards the Saturday meeting. We cover the entire uh, Sydney Metro meeting, plus anything good that's happening around Australia. And look, we're getting closer and closer to spring. So very, very close and exciting. Some big names are going to come back. Uh if you can, and if you haven't done it before and you like the podcast, be great if you could do a review. That'd be fantastic. And if you send us a review, if you send us a screenshot or DM us or something, might chuck out a free bet to you. Might put a $50 bet to the best review or something like that, just to reward the punters. Um, got Kohai, got Tommy. We're recording before the Manly game, so me and Kohai obviously have been... Tough week for the Manly Club, tough week for the Manly uh, Manly fans, so we're going to record before the game, before the bloodbath or supposed bloodbath. Tom probably would like to... Record after it and uh, probably get stuck into us if we get dusted. But I welcome you in, boys. Tommy, how are you? Yeah, mate. Uh, good. We were recording before. I didn't actually know Manly were playing. There's been nothing about them all week. So uh, uh, that's a bit surprising. But no, um, no a lot of being said. It's, I, think, I think this game is going to be remembered for a few things. But um, yeah, it's really going to be interesting to see. Um, it's also for the Gotcha for Life Cup, which um, I've had a bit to do with... Um, with Gus Walland and over the years it's um it's a great cause and hopefully um hopefully that cause can be brought across on the screen and mainly put up a decent fight and get a decent game out of it. Fingers bloody crossed. Um Coey, I just played on with Bayed's win overnight. Free course, making it nine from nine. Yeah, mate. Like the I'd love to see it travel, but I don't know if it'll go anywhere but Europe. Um uh. I think it'll might go over the ditch to France and Oh, it's just a group one horse. It's just, it's just going to keep winning. It just looks like it's going to keep winning. And before we hit record, we mentioned Kiprios as well. And Kiprios mm. is only, I think it's only a four year old, and it's it's got all his gear. So that's going to be worth a stack when it goes to the start and everything else. So yeah, like a couple of exciting European machines. And I mean, Goodwood wasn't obviously as big as Ascot, but like. The hype around these horses still continues. So I mean, it's and it's ex- it's really exciting to see, actually. So uh, whether we see any of these guys come up at come to Melbourne Cup or anything of the likes, I doubt it. But we can hold our breath and hopefully we do see some internationals return. True, um, Tommy, part of the tab still. What is um, what's your thoughts picking Lost and Running again for the Everest? Yeah, well. Um I think it's I think it's a great result for him. Um, it came forth last year, and there were a few hiccups leading up to it. They um, they probably didn't get the training right, but because it, it had such a long break and then really disappointing first two runs. But the the fourth last year was good. I think Lost and Running is a good pick. I think it's an improving horse, and uh, really 
seen a lot a lot of horses retiring, and unless you've got a Eduardo or a Nature Strip, you want to be looking at these lost and run-ins or Marzus mm. or um, these horses on the up and up. Uh, I'm waiting to see some three-year-olds come back um, or some two-year-olds, soon-to-be three-year-olds come back and really impress. But I think a uh, consistent performer like lost and run-in, his last run you can take out was a... Um, one of the new market runs where he was just the wrong side of the track and complete strip out. And I think apart from that, he was really consistent, won the Hunter really yeah, the Hunter well. Good, yeah. yeah um, and really turned around. And I think we, we know the, the horse a bit more and he'll have a few runs. And I think it's, um, yeah, I think, I think it's a good pick. Okay. Um, Coe, I mentioned, I've put a few things out recently about how sick I am of having to do heavy form and heavy 10 form and meeting getting uh, postponed last week and whatnot. Bloody good day in Sydney today, but do we still run on a pretty heavy deck this weekend? I know that the track has just copped an absolute serving the last couple of months. So even with a few days of sun, probably still a heavy deck, eh? No, 100%. I think it'll remain a heavy deck. I think the what's the most positive to come out of? Like, even if it was a heavy 10, well, I mean, it's probably going to run a true heavy 8 on the side of heavy 9. It's I a think. 9 now, yeah. Um, but I think the most positive thing is that the rail is only out four metres at Rose Hill. Mm-hmm. So I think that's really positive, which means that they've got a decent covering of grass. And I mean, it, it leaves options open for, like we saw the one and only race from around with the, um, on Saturday where all the jockeys did a walk of the track and they went, they identified the outside fence literally immediately as the pretty much the only going that was, you know, healthy enough for their horse to be running on um so the fact that we re- uh, return to rose hill rails only at four so that gives them plenty of option there should be there shouldn't be too much of a bias i think um but i guess we'll wait and see come the day but yeah well i mean currently looking at the forecast it is meant to be sunny again tomorrow and saturday so we don't think there's going to be any real particular there might be a couple of spots showers but it's mm. they're predicting zero to two mils so i don't even you know consider that too much um i wouldn't read into it um yeah i don't i can't imagine it being improvement through the day either i think it'll just be chopping up all yeah. day yeah it might be a bit of a bit, bit fucking yeah bottomless ground i think but let's have a look at it uh rose hill obviously got the winter challenge running here this weekend too but we kick things off with a highway one of the greats and iconic dame is the fave been backed a little bit tyler's board tyler's killing it claiming two. molly nails is there no jock though we've talked about that horse before so country sir ravenelli and rebel deem dreamer that rounds out single figure odds tommy you're one of your favorites blow dart goes around at 13s yeah it's a bit of a um yeah, a bit of a weird race. Yeah, Blow Dart, consistent before. I, I, some horses I like here, but just not in the wet. I mean, Blow Dart, um, well in sight. King's Trust, I, I'd love to see him on a good track. King's Trust, uh, I think it's Rose Hill Forms, not too bad from memory. Uh, yeah, it plays a few times, but yeah, it, it's a bit of a tough one. I want to stick with winning form. I think we're so country has been run pretty consistently. Uh, Mello Gorman. And Brenton Abdullah, um, maybe make it three in a row, a bit of, a few extra kegs, but just being such a consistent horse, especially in the um, in the heavy tracks as well. And I don't think we're going to get out of a heavy, even though we've got uh, good weather until Saturday. It's still just um, been mm. nonstop rain, so I'll, I'll go with so count uh, country. So country, where are you kings? Is Molly Nails going to go around? 
I don't think it'll go around. I think um, no, my uh, it's third emergency or fourth emergency yeah. as if we stand. No jock book means you know probably quite unlikely. I'm with Tom's camp really. I'm so so country as well. I think that's the race to follow. Um, I can understand the so there's two highways that everyone's looking at here. There's the most recent one at Rose Hill, 16th of July, which so country won with Sir Ravenelli coming second. Mm-hmm. Both of those two just being in pegged in the like the third and fourth line of betting that definitely uh, tempts me into it. Barrier six definitely is handy. Of Dulles on board, heavy track forms on point. I think it will get a nice little cozy run, box seat possibly. Um, Outside of that, yeah, <clears throat> you've already mentioned the the two first and second of the lake being iconic dame. They come out of the same race earlier in the month, I think it was, I saw. Yeah, they come out of Rose Hill 2nd of July, albeit it was in actually a higher grade. So that was a Class 3 highway opposed to a Class 2, which So Country won. But So Country only gets a penalty of half a kilo off the back of last start win. So, uh, yeah, I think we just go back to back, follow winning form, So Country. <laughs> That's three of us, I reckon so country as well. One its last two starts in the heavy, and you're getting five dollars fifty at the moment for it. So snap it up. Race number two, eleven hundred meter sweet ride is equal favourite with Voldemort. Um, both of them have been on the drift though, both open four sixty and they're out to five fifty. We've got Salasal, Tommy Berry and the Snowdens, eight bucks. We've got Hell I Am at eight fifty, Wave Rider Boy, eight fifty, and we're at got Opal Ridge, that's the last one in single figures, but Pikey is aboard Scorch and there's fire and ice there which has had a bit of coin for it. Tyler Schiller for um, Minervini. Um, what did it open? 26 is already into 14s, Tommy. Yeah, you can see why if you watch that Gosford win. It, um, it's very impressive and the big raps on it as well. And it may have come back at um, the horse that he thought it was going to be, Mark Minervetti. So um, I'm very worried about it and a horse like Scorch. Um, first starter for the Hawks, Pikey aboard, um, good raps and some really good trials so i've already backed it and if there's some money on race day for it as well you could almost go again because i i think it's a good horse it it is a hell of a race though i mean horses like hell i am was targeted for a magic millions race i mean you've seen sweet um sweet ride and voldemort running some good races voldemort losing a nose last start and then um, Sweet Ride running a Golden Slipper, so look, it's a very tough race. Um, I might back the I back Scorch each way and just see how it goes, and maybe a little saver on Fire and Ice as well. Agree with Tommy King. Super tough. I definitely agree with him there. Like it's it's wide open. I think a couple of these are like untried first starters. They're going to be a really watch in the yard that kind of type. Um, I did hear early in the week. Tommy Berry did an interview about this Salasal, uh, the Snowden thing, that's second emergency as we stand. Well, actually, it's my only needs one more scratching and it's in. Yeah. Um, it'll probably run. Uh, last start, it was down in Victoria and it was just too far back. And all reports say that it is a, quite a talented galloper. So I know that the form, that the field that it faced down there isn't any world beaters or anything like that. Like, I mean... Middle of winter, you know, that kind of... We're waiting to see how they develop as three-year-olds, more so than, you know, the two-year-old season coming to an end right now. So I'd keep Salasal safe, but saying that, yeah, you could pick a handful of horses here. Like, saying that, like, Voldemort's drawn wide, 
fashion legend. I like its win in Grafton Carnival, uh, but they've, they've both drawn the car park. Even with the uh, the decent hoops of J-Mac and Andrew Adkins balked, Fire and Ice definitely interests me big time with a two kilo claim. I it's a it's genuinely a throw throw a dart at a board job. So like I mean, sweet ride. Tommy's already made a case. It's <laughs> golden slipper, and its two year old form is really strong. And uh, I think Ali Ali Mosley was saying that this horse has actually come back really really bigger and stronger, and it's developed into its skin really nicely. So. It's definitely a chance. I, I genuinely don't know what to back, but um, I mean, got Group One form with Sweet Rides probably hard to dismiss. Yeah. Okay. Uh, midway is race number three, thirteen hundred meter race. Benchmark seventy two. Bartoselli uh, for Nash. I've seen Nash's rides lately. He's been killing it too. Um, five bucks in from six. Ran second to Noble Soldier a couple of weeks ago at Rose Hill. Noble Soldier was also in the race here. No jock though. For Robert and Luke Price, you got contributing factor eight fifty into sixes. Uh, Navajo Peak sevens. We got Pandora Blue at eights. Air to air. I like that horse, Brock Ryan for eight at eight fifty. Sarquan, Pikey, Alpha Go nine fifty. Kennedy Choice nine fifty. Tommy got a dartboard. Uh, I don't think it was as hard as the last race, but it is still pretty tough. Navajo Peak ran today at Wyong, so came, came second. It it. Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> a good run. Um, Air to air was pretty yeah. impressive coming from last uh, last start. You got, but it is air to air. But looks like they're going to breathe with it soon. So maybe they get a win before that. Um, contributing factors, the one I go back to. Um, it's prepped towards the provincial championship. I don't think it made it, but um, it had some really consistent runs. It was a good win two starts ago too, um, and just no luck last start. Run up the back of a few, so. I still think it's in good form, contributing factor. David Atkins training pretty well. I might go it at uh, six bucks. Contributing factor, sixes in from 8.50, Coey. I do like Bartoselli. Uh, I think Nash is... No, he rides this horse out. Um, last last time he rode it, he actually won. It's only win, actually, from his uh, really soft kind of season. So it's only had eight starts and one win, five minors, but... Nash has taken this thing to a win. Uh, knows it knows the horse, obviously. Uh, I just think that barrier aches. I'd say that's on the little bit of the stickier side because it probably wants to cross and sit behind the leaders, so it might get a little bit of a sticky spot in transit. But I mean, I think Nash on board's a big tick. I've got a little bit of wraps on uh, McCormack. I think last start it was just too far back, and no one was going to catch anything from that mm-hmm. far back. And, it still ran through the line nice enough, only been by about three and a half lengths. I think it, yeah, I mean, it all comes down to if the condition is on the worst side of soft or the, the better side of heavy, I think. If it hits the worst side of soft, which I really, really doubt, I wouldn't mind having a couple of bucks on McCormack, but Bartoselli the favourite for mine. Bartoselli. Um, narrated is the fave in race number four, a benchmark 78 over 18 hunch. Nash aboard again. What a surprise. 460 into $4. We've got Notions, Jay Collett uh, riding for Richard and Will at 550. I wrote to you boys the other day about Jason Collett. He is just flying at the moment. I know he's good in the heavy deck, but fuck, he's killing it. Um, Elusive Jewel, eights into sixes. Abdullah's aboard. we got Tinny Winnie at sixes. Lovely Steam, 650. Oh, God. I'm not even going to... I forget how to even say it again. YG Drazzle. We've gone 8 to 6.50, but the money horse is Mon Felicity. Regan Bayless riding for Dave Payne. 26 into 14. Thomas. 
Yeah, I only really want to make a case for two. Um, one, Felicity at odds. Um, you're just going to watch these David Payne horses and what they can do, and especially a horse like this winning first up a couple of weeks uh, in a week of class. Um, very interesting, but I'm going to find it hard to go past narrated, coming back in grade, um, pretty consistent around this grade too. So I think Nash aboard is a big plus at Rose Hill in the heavy, heavy track, really good. I'll go narrated. Narrated, the fave, coming off a run at Doombin. Co, are you with him? Huh? It's pretty hard to go look past narrated, to be honest, but I don't mind taking it on with Elusive Jewel. Uh, I think it it's like a lot of these horses and fields that you see right now are literally the duplicate of what we saw kind of last week. Um, and I think I think we spoke about Yggdrasil. Is that how we say it? <laughs> YG well, Drasil? Yeah, that's the one. Uh, a lot of these horses definitely do have uh, merit on the heavy going, narrated being one of them. Uh, elusive jewel. It's had two seconds on the heavy. I think comes back from a not as strong race as narrated does uh, from in Queensland. It comes from the uh, Gold Crown race over twenty one fifty. I think the step back in distance is handy. I think it is more of an eighteen hundred, maybe even a two thousand meter horse. I think twenty one fifty was just a little bit too far. I do like that it has heavy form at Rose Hill. I think that's a big tick. It lost against Phillipsburg two uh, three starts back. I think the yeah the price is probably what's more more so kind of determining my kind of guess. But I think it is a racing too. I think it'd be narrated or elusive jewel for mine. So maybe back to Quinella. All right, narrated elusive jewel four and six bucks. Race number five is 1100 meter. Bit of a sprint here and shades of rose. J Mac back 420 into 260 for Bjorn. We got petulant Pike is aboard for the Hawks 750 into 650. We got Twilight Affair coming out of a wide gate at 13. Rachel King 850. Curtis Island 14s to 13s. My bigger odds for everyone else. Nothing else has really been backed. But this uh this fave Tommy went around pretty short last start where it lost to the Big Easy. The big easy, yeah. It was a bit disappointing there. Um, I think Rachel King was on it then. You get McDonald uh, on now. I think that just a bit extra class to McDonald. Just Tommy's run a bit better. And uh, I I think it's probably the class horse of the race and probably just wins. Um, Interesting to see a couple come back, though. But still on a heavy track, you want to see some of these horses have a run. But... um, French Marine had a nice trial before and Twilight Affair. We're interested to see how he comes back, but Shades of Rose. Shades of Rose, King. Hard to deny. Last start, I reckon it was more so unlucky than the hoop. Uh, I think it was just, it was, it ran the trip three wide entire. So three or four wide from the get go and just never, never saw any cover, uh, which was a shame because at the 200, it found the front, and it would have been the toughest win you've seen all all day. But um, it got headed off by Big Easy in that last leg. I think, yeah, J-Mac on board, inside gate. It's got speed to burn. It likes to lead for fun. I think it is a definitely it's, – it's got to be one of the best of the day. Um, saying that, I had, did have a question for Tommy. How's Rita May? Is it going to go here or is it going to go somewhere else, Tommy? No, nah, running next week, mate. Yeah, running next week. Copy, copy. I figured that might be the case. So we could pretty much say put a pen through this race. And then uh, where's the heading, Tommy? A uh, thousand meter, thousand meter race next week. So there we can get the Bob's bonus because I think it runs out at the end of the season, which is next, um, which is Monday. But 
Um, I think a thousand meters. If we keep getting the wet tracks, Pikey said it's not a wet tracker at all, but still held on pretty well at last start. Um, really want to see it on a good track, but if we don't get a good track, maybe just back to a thousand is just a, a bit more better for it. So either way, we'll head towards next week where there's a thousand meter uh, race that suits. Yeah, easy. Well, yeah, but Shades of Rose, I think I think it's a good thing, boys. All right, Shades of Rose, and you can put a line through Rita May this weekend. Race number six, benchmark 72, and Kanazawa. Uh, Reese Jones, who's bloody good. Um, it, I don't know if you guys remember, but I had this black booked in my thing week or starts and starts and starts ago, and I had no idea, and then it finally won. So now it looked like a genius. One last start. Um, barrier 10, Reese climbing one and a half, 460, did open six, so... Some people got the price. You got Kalino there at four eighty, coming off a win. Uh, beat God, who did it beat? Timpanist. I could be wrong. Um, Pizarro, Widegate, Huey's riding for John O'Shea. That's at eight. So we got Cotton Fingers, Tommy aboard at eight fifty. Double figures for the rest of them. Kenazawa back to back. Tommy. Yeah, mate. It's out of the top two. Kalino, Kanazawa. Uh, I, I both think. I think they both um, strike pretty good claims and. I just think Kanazawa is just a bit, um, just a touch a bit of classier horse. They're the same weight. Reese Jones flying at the moment. McDonald and Colino look really tough one. I lean in slightly towards Kanazawa. Right, you King? I'm leaning towards Colino. I think Colino was a, a good bet last week, and I think it stands as we speak. I think just the fact that it's running three and four year old company in the same benchmark last start and one. I think that's the biggest advantage. I think the barrier four with J-Mac on board is big ticks. I think it'll get box seat. Perfect run in transit. And just, yeah, hopefully just finds the gaps and just wins. Uh, I'd be more leaning towards Kalino, but, yeah, definite man- merits for Kanazawa. All right, first leg of the quaddy, 1,800 metres, benchmark 78. Wicklow is going around favourite for Waller and Hugh Bowman. Had a win in the heavy. It is... Currently $3.40, did open fives. Kirksby's there. J-Mac is riding for Waller as well. Aramis, 12s into eight fifty. Fjordland, uh, Karen riding for Waller. A lot of Waller runs. Um, $10, double figures here for Phyllisburg. Caesars Palace, which, uh, friend of the show, Vuko, had a good win in the heavy the other week. Beat Kirkby, actually. And we got Highly Desired, etc. there. Even Dr. Evil, Tommy. Yeah, it's a, it's a tougher race than you first look at it. Um, Highly desired, says Palace, um, both last start winners. Says Palace at Rose Hill was pretty good. Phillipsburg running consistently um, in for third and just keeps going on these wet tracks and keeps improving. He was meant to be home about five weeks ago, but just runs every week now. Um, Fjordland's been impressive and Aramaeus was a really good win in the Grafton Guineas and um, they can go on from it after winning um, the Grafton Guineas, but... I still think Wicklow is a really good horse and had no luck at Grafton. Still ran on really strong from behind. Um, just needs the biggest straight. I think Rose Hill, it's its track. Huey on 60 kilos. I think I'll go Wicklow. Wicklow win, King? Wicklow is definitely the class runner. Um, last start, it just left its run. I mean, Winona Coston on board surfed air, so That was an absolute peach in that South Grafton Cup. Um, just... Absolutely made it a sit and sprint and just barred a box. It was a, it was a peach to watch. Um, Wicklow, on the other hand, just kind of left the run too late. I think if the race was literally genuinely 150 metres longer, it would have won. But unfortunately, it wasn't its day. Uh, Phillipsburg definitely can make a case for it, much like Caesar's Palace. But I think one at odds, 
I think Wicklow does win, but it, one at odds that I don't mind uh, backing each way would be Kirkby. Uh, comes out of the Caesars Palace form line and Phillipsburg, same race. Uh, it flew late and it just got headed. I think just it just seems it's going to be rock hard fit going into this. I think just the fact that it's eight bucks, I think that's definitely on the overs side of things. Um, yeah, I wouldn't mind having a little go at uh, Kirkby and I mean, soft or heavy, I think it just runs a genuine race. And J-Mac on board from Barrier 5, I think that's handy. So, yeah, Wicklow wins with a little bit of each-way money on Kirkby. There you go. Kirkby getting 8 and 280 for that. Um, race number 8 is the Winter Challenge. So, running here this time. But Crosstalk is the fave. It's $3.30 in from three sixty. Jojo was a man. Was uh, fave last time. three sixty to three eighty. We go straight out to $9 for Gold Trip. And too much to bear at nine fifty. Oscar Zulu's there at twelve. Durston, Snippy Fox, Yee Yee, and a couple others at big odd, bigger odds too. But Crosstalk and Jojo was a man, pretty much bang on the same price, Tommy. Yeah, um, a couple of starts ago, Crosstalk I think got the better of she. Uh, Jojo was a man too. Really interesting now. Crosstalk runs it because uh, I think Jojo was a man was a very popular horse uh, last time. I mean last week when they were meant to run the race, so. It's a bit, yeah, it's a bit tricky. Gold trip, I think Rose Hill suits it better, but I still think it'll need the run. Durston, hopefully it does run here, was late scratching. I mean, it got scratched before race day last week. <clears throat> a couple I want to make point of, Monagal, Rose Hill, wet form's pretty good. Mm, yeah, true. Charlize, Charlize, really strong in the glass house. Flying late. Um, it's really tough race. I think Crosstalk does win, but... Um, I'm going to have something on Monagal and Charlize. I think there are a couple of knockouts. And Durston's the really good one to watch. But, again, I think it's moving on to better things. Oscar Zulu has been pretty consistent. Same with too much to bear. But um, crosstalk. All right, what about you, King? You, you just have to have a couple of bucks on Monagal? I mean, uh, yes. I have backed in last time. It was at a decent price when it won earlier in the preparation. I just think that it will be a little bit outclassed in my eyes, but it's tough not to have a couple of bucks on it. It's just definitely having a bonus bet in the mm. locker just for it. Um, saying that, Tommy's pretty much covered everything. Oh, I think Charlize is definitely a, a one to watch. I genuinely think that. It hasn't won on the heavy, but I think it's just been in real handy races in over the heavy and the distance suits. Low weight, Marin Eustace, I like, I like, I like, but I, I do think it's a race in two. I think it's going to be Crosstalk v Jojo was a man. And purely due to barriers, I think that Jojo was a man has the advantage. I think Crosstalk from the wide alley, I mean, it, it likes to lead this horse and it's drawn 10, so it's going to be, it's going to be tricky to cut all the way across and without trying to spend too much petrol as well at the same time, whilst Jojo was a man is Barry three, Reese Jones, we know how he performs. It's just such an honest horse, this, and I, I figure that it will be in the money once again and box seat. Yeah, I think, yeah, Jojo was a man. I'm surprised it has drifted. I know that Tim Ryan from the tab wants to take it on, but mm-hmm. it's, oh, it's definitely a horse that's in form and, it's loving, it's relishing the ground and the conditions that, it, you know, we've been giving him, you know, like heavy 10, bottomless and still battling on. So, yeah, hard to look past. So I'm, I'm in JoJo's camp, but Crosstalk should be pretty close as well. All right, I'm in JoJo's town too, so 
stuff for you, Tim. Um, race number nine is a pretty decent race. We've got Easy Single, Jay Collett riding for Kieran Meyer and Dave, $5 and a four bucks. We've got Siege, where Rachel's riding for Godolphin, four forty. Enchanted Heart, J-Max aboard for Lee's, seven fifty. Prime Candidate we've got. We're rocketing by Dream Circle. Forzanini going around at 12s and... 12s or 13s. Saw Muzz yesterday, actually. Shout out to Muzz. Uh, Dalcini, 21s into 14s. We've got Animate as well, but this is a pretty good race, Tommy. Yeah, not bad at all. Um, Animate, uh, piking on, like to see how it goes, but I think um, McDonald and Feliz, I think their record's really good together, and Enchanted Heart is a good wet tracker. You go you go back a few starts and you see a really good run um, uh, behind Surreal Step. I I think it's um, seven fifty is a great price for it. I think it, it's definitely um, definitely the horse to watch. Siege, good form, wet track, and Rose Hills a query, but uh, I I would say it's my second pick. Uh, no knock on Easy Signal at all, but I think Enchanted Heart wins this one. Enchanted Heart at seven fifty, King. You? I'm in Siege's camp. Uh, I think last night it was unlucky. It was just. It, I don't know, spent a little bit more, too much petrol than I thought and just kind of got boxed up at the wrong time. And it still found the line well enough in my eyes. I think uh, the Lady Brook and Sunrise, oh, Sunrise Ruby was the bigger runner of the two. The Lady Brook kind of got it its own way. And, you know, it just was the better better horse on the day. Uh, got soft sectionals and led in one from the point of the turn, should I say. Um, Toby makes a good case with... Uh, Enchanted Heart. I think I'd be curious if Pfeiffer runs rocketing by. Uh, if it is on the worst, a better side of heavy, it might actually get a start, and that'll be where my each way money goes. But yeah, I think Siege for Royal Blue. I think uh, Rachel King, James Cummings, go Siege. Siege. All right. It is currently $4.40, coming just a touch. Race number 10, last of the day there, Titanium Power. Glynn Schofield, if you feel like getting Glynn, back him in the last. Titanium Power, 460 480 now. Sir Lemur, Hughes riding for Chris, $6 in a five fifty. Got Narone, J-Mac on, seven fifty. Toffic Lass, um, Jay Collett on for Lees again, $8. Papa Warrior, J-Mac, love seeing J-Mac at good odds at eight fifty. Snow Zone for Lees at 11s. Ferretti, Mamaragan, Equation. Who takes that last, Tommy? Yeah, it'd be really interesting. Um, speed, obviously, Titanium Power's way. Ferretti's probably going to challenge it. TC aboard. Um, if it gets really ding-dong up front, then you, you could see something like Sir Lemur be brought into it or to a fake glass. I, I'd like to see Rory uh, be on Titanium Power. He's probably got other rides elsewhere, but 62.5's a lot, especially on a big heavy track, but I'm a big fan of this Titanium Power. Love his keeps getting the last race too, so it's a genuine heavy track by the time he runs, and he always gives a sight. So I'm going to say with Titanium Power, Solomon is a big, big, big worry though. Um, definitely worried by it and Torfeek Lass, who have been really consistent the last few runs. They're they're my two worries. Paper Warrior um, could pop up for sure. Ferretti, who knows about Marrow? Uh, Reagan. Yeah. Who, who knows? Um, yeah, I'll, I'll go Titanium Power. Come on, Glenn. Okay, are you going to get Glenn as well, King? I'm going Sir Lemur. I think Tommy's made the case for me. I think there is genuinely a lot of tempo up here. Um, 
A lot of it coming from wide as well. So a lot of these horses might actually get trapped and sell them from the inside draw. Well, the lower draw, I think it will just, it'll just see it all unfold. And I think Huey, Huey's booking is probably perfect for it. I think it'll just hopefully gets the splits at the right time and just crashes through. I think there will be, so Titanium Power probably leads, Equation, Mama Reagan, Ferretti, that they're all genuine pole position horses. So they, they're all going to be vying for that lead and it could get pretty ugly whilst Huey, I think, can just settle back. Even if he sits three back to the fence, I think that's, I think a lot of those leaders will tire off. Um, although, albeit they do have fitness edges, but I, I think that Sir Lemur, it's what this form, it's uh, this preparation, it's been second, first, first, second. So, yeah. I mean, I think it's can ever forever consistent. And I think this, Lucky last looks to map really well, so I'll be with Sir Lemur here. Five fifty for Sir Lemur, Huey Bowman, Chris Waller, Barrier One. All right, that is the entire Rose Hill card. I didn't tell you boys we do this, but I was going to have one mention on Darwin. I don't know if you guys follow any of it, but I've sort of kept an eye on things up there a little bit. And there's that one trainer, that Gary Clark guy, and he just kills it up there. I think he's won the training, whatever it's called, championship up there about ten times, but. Have you guys had a look at the Palmerston Sprint? That's always a good one, like a 1,200 metre dash. You had a look at that? I thought you were going to go the Cup. No, <laughs> I like the Sprint. Oh, we can talk about the Cup as well on Monday. but. Um, so, yeah, the, that Ideas man's been in uh, a bit of consistent form. But one of my favourites, I always seem to be back in this horse, is the captain. He's a nine-year-old. He's, That's right. he's been running in Darwin forever. He's one of my favourites. Gary's got... Uh, him and and a few other uh, a few other ones as well, but I, I I like the captain. But ideas man at six bucks is pretty good. I'll, I'll give you guys another tip. Follow Andrew O'Toole. He knows the yeah. Darwin form so well, and he he um he's the CEO there. He, he tips winners nonstop. He does everything up there. So um, I love Darwin Cup Day. I'd love to go one year as well. And it, it's always a good Monday to watch. I normally get Mondays off, so park myself in front of the TV and watch Darwin Cup most years. So you definitely can't go broke backing Gary Clark. Like you said, the captain, six bucks. Sincline, his other runner, that's the equal favourite at 550 with Easy Beast. And obviously, Tommy, your one that you said it before was Ideas Man. Um, Andrew O'Toole, obviously, very good um, very good tipster if you want to follow someone up there. King, have you had a look? We can look at the Cup if you want. I haven't had a look at the Palmerston uh sprint but i've got a feeling like this time last year or maybe the year before tommy tipped us the captain and i think it ran dead last <laughs> i think it's um, i think that's right yeah and he's I think, due he's due cowie and i think tunners and i were on the winner yeah like that was the weirdest like we're just like all right well watch this and then sure enough i think you you might have said like coming to the point of turn you're just like i'm cactus yeah and yeah, we saluted somehow. So did my Darwin form. <laughs> um, Darwin Cup, 2,050 metres, race number 10 on a Monday. It would be so loose, Tommy. I'm so with you. We should do it one year. Um, Living the Dream is the fave at 290. I'm trying to have a look if that Gary Clark, what's he got? He's got playoffs, which is probably second favourite at 350. I'm trying to see how any of these ones. We've got Gone By at 950. Kaonic is there at big odds. Any other Gary Clark? Valabar? Gary Clark got one that's thirty ones into seventeens. There's He's a couple a... of familiar names. Yeah, though. there like, is. I mean, and you're just like, are they going to actually handle the Darwin <laughs> trek? Like you look at Gone By, you yeah. look at Hayonic, you look at Dan on Rome, and they're all city class gallopers way back when. And now they're 
running around on the dirt yeah, up yeah. the far north. So, just looking at even even the Ruffy, um, you would have heard of that horse, Dan and Roman did run around. It won a Yarra Valley Cup. Yeah, uh, went to Michael Hipmont from Sam and Anthony. Now Chris Nash up there. Um. Yeah, very interesting. I I don't think it's the worst sixty to one shot going through the form, but yeah, if you can't handle the dirt, that's a bit of a worry. But um, Gary Clark's running probably looks interesting as well. One yeah, of the your one... favorite sayings as well, Zach, living the dream, maybe <laughs> hard to beat. That's right. All right, let's um let's work out a bet. All right, we uh, have figured out our multi. We're going in consecutive races at Rose Hill. Kohai, uh, you are going. Shades of Rose. Shades Bjorn of will win. Shades of Rose to take out race number five at two sixty. I'm going with Kanazawa. I think it'll get the job done. It's four currently four sixty. Race number six and Tom. Yeah, Wicklow. Huey on. Um, proven, proven big horse. Uh, yeah, big fan of Wicklow. All right. If we get those running winners, you're getting a tick over forty to one. So worth a couple of bucks, very responsibly. All right. Um, thank you, boys. Toby, you're on holidays now, are you? You're most, you're most certainly right. Um, What's planned? I was going to say, uh, if anyone's uh, up in the Brisbane area, I'll be up at the farm this this Saturday and followed by a, sun, a Sunshine Coast session on Sunday. So if anyone's at the races or drinking around Brizzy, come say hi. They, we have a lot of Brisbane folk listening to the podcast, so they're always asking when we're going up there. So look, buy Coey a couple of beers, a deck of smokes, Get him a quaddy pie. All <laughs> He's all yours, and you got him for the night. You got him for life. All right. Uh, and what are you doing? Sunny Coast. Are you going with Joycey? Yeah, so um, uh, what are we doing? So we're getting having a few tinnies on the Saturday night, as you know, as you do. To the and gas. then we'll probably end up at the cast, let's be real. Beautiful. And then um, come Sunday morning, we'll, uh, we'll get a lift in to the Sunny Coast um, and then hit the tins and have a punt. How good. Love that. Follow Joycey. He's a freak. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll get to, I haven't seen Joycey in a little bit of time since he's uh, relocated up north, so it'll be good to see him and uh, Kian do their best and pick winners. Joycey is very, very keen for a game of poker. If you can get that with him at the cast, and he lives very close to the casino, so he's got, so a, he's got a very rubber arm when it comes to playing cards. Get involved with him. All right. Thank you, boys. Fingers crossed Manly can cover the line. That's 18 and a half. I'm very optimistic. King, can we do it? 18 and a half? I, I think 18 and a half is... Yeah, I, I reckon we can do it. We can do it, boys. Tom? Lift. Got it, Tom. All right. Thank you, boys. <laughs>